Hello Glenridge. As you will know, we will be fasting on Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday this week. And uh, we're really excited about what we believe God wants to do over this time. Uh, we're going to be fasting on soup and fruit juice. And uh, we're going to be meeting from 7 to 8 on Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday on Facebook Live. And praying together as a community as we fast together. Fasting without prayer is simply a hunger struck. And we don't want to be doing that. We want to be praying and fasting together as a community. So I'd encourage you to, to be online all three of those nights so that we can do this together. I just wanted to put a little something together for us just to help prepare us for the, for the fast as we head towards Tuesday. Um, it would be a good idea for you to start cutting down on coffee and some of those things so that you can be better in better shape over Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. But uh, just, some, just some thoughts around fasting, just to put us in the picture of fasting for those that have never fasted before. Um, just to some reasons why we fast, what the purpose of fasting is. As well as um, some reasons, some of the things we feel like God is wanting to do and what has precipitated us um, calling the community to a fast at this time. So first of all, the purpose of fasting. Fasting, as I said, is not a hunger strike. It's not being the super spiritual person that can prove to God that he can go without food for him. It is not twisting God's arm. Actually, fasting is for us. It's not for God. It's for our hearts. It it's brings focus and it brings clarity to the voice of God when we take away the distractions of earthly things. And even over this time, it's not just about not eating food. It's about being quiet with God during the day, taking the moments that you would be eating and just spending time with God in prayer and asking Him to speak to us over this time. But I've got five things that I think are, are key purposes uh, to fasting. The first one is this, is that fasting reminds us that we don't live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Actually, what fasting reminds us is that food is not what ultimately sustains us. It's God who sustains us. It just brings us back, that back to mind when we fast. Fasting is also an act of humility. To say, God, actually, we can be weak in this moment. We're not, we're not eating. We can give up some food. And we might feel weak. But actually, when we're weak, you are strong. And so fasting is an act of humility before God and putting us in a place of vulnerability in His presence. Thirdly, fasting heightens our spiritual awareness. Because it, but because it focuses us, makes us more aware of God, we're intentionally saying, God, please come and speak to us. It heightens our spiritual awareness. And so it's so good to be fasting. And we try to do that at least once a year as a church, just for us to bring some clarity as a community together, uh, fasting together, so that we can become more spiritually aware in these times. It also leads to spiritual breakthrough. Jesus had one of those times. The, it says the Spirit of God led him to, the, to fast for 40 days. And he came, went into the fast full of the Holy Spirit. And he came out of the fast full of the power of the Spirit. And what, spirit, what fasting does, it leads to spiritual breakthrough. There's something happens when we get hold of God, when we're in a place of humility, when we're in a place of focus, place of awareness with Him, place of humility, and God speaks to us. And, we, and, and so often it leads to breakthrough. And lastly, fasting, it's our bodily response to spiritual desire. I think in our Western world, we've so separated body and spirit and emotion and mind, but actually God sees us as one unit. 
And actually, when there's, when there's deep spiritual desire, our body needs to respond. And one of the ways throughout Scripture is our, the, the people of God's body has responded by fasting. In the Bible, in death, in disaster moments, in, in deep desire moments, the natural response of God's people is to fast and to, to get focused on Him and surrender ourselves in a place of weakness and say, God, well, there's a challenge, there's a death, there's something coming upon us, but Father, we trust in you. And these are ways that, that God moves as we, as we fast together. And I want to encourage us to expect some of these things and to position ourselves in this moment for, of fasting so that we can have the breakthrough and, we can be, and God can get done in our hearts what he wants to get done. But what led to this moment of fasting? Well, in the book of Joel, uh, and the reason why we got to the book of Joel is because actually the book of Acts, we're doing a series in the book of Acts, quotes Joel in, in Acts chapter 2. And so it took us back to Joel and the number of prophetic people and, and different people were, were saying, man, there's something significant about Joel. And so we've had a look, a deeper look at Joel and trying to understand and we've really felt, and, as an, and we were on a Zoom eldership meeting, and two or three people said, man, actually we've believed that we've got to be fasting now because of what it says in the book of Joel. And I'm just going to, and I would love you if you've got some time to read the whole book of Joel. It's only three chapters. Just to read it and try and get what was happening in that book. Do some study. Prepare your hearts for this moment. But I want to look at Joel chapter 2, verses 10 to 13 and uh, and just start to prepare our hearts around what we believe God wants to do in this time one of the commentators said about Joel the book of Joel he said this the word of God came to Joel in the heat of an emergency what prompted Joel to preach and then record his words was an invasion of insects a devastating plague of locusts so you'll see in the book of Joel there is this plague of locusts that is, that is literally decimating the land and the people are, are, are at a place of absolute desperation because their livelihoods, their lives are at serious risk. And that kind of sounds a little similar to the situation we're in at the moment. And so Joel prophesies in the book of Joel to the people and getting them to respond to God. And it starts in verse 12 of chapter 2 that I want to read. It says this, even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. Rend your hearts, not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love. And he relents from sending calamity. Who knows, verse 14, he may turn and have pity and leave behind a blessing. Grain offerings and drink offerings for the Lord, your God. And so, it's, I mean, it's so rich, this book, and there's so many things I believe God wants to do. And at the end of chapter 3, towards the end of chapter 3, he talks about an army that is going to be arising. An army that is, that is, it says, prepare for war in verse 9 of chapter 3. Prepare for war, rouse the warriors, that all the fighting men draw near and attack. Beat your plowshares into swords and your pruning hooks into spears. Let the weaklings say, I am strong. At the moment, friends, God at this time is wanting to raise up an army 
of strong Christ-like followers of Jesus. It also talks in verse 14 of chapter 3, of says multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision. Friends, we have multitudes of people in the valleys of decision at this time, which we are wanting and trusting God to reach at this time. But what we've got to do is respond to what God is really getting at. So these are some of the fruits. There's, an, there's our army arising. There's, a, there's multitudes of people. In, in chapter 2, it talks about God afterwards, after he's done a whole bunch of stuff, after this verse 12 to 14, where he's talking about return to God with all your heart. Then he's going to bring prosperity. There's going to be a, an outpouring of the Spirit of God. And from that outpouring of the Spirit of God, this army will arise. People that are in the valley and the multitudes in the, in the valley of decision will, will come to know him and come to see him. Friends, these are the things that God wants to do if we can position ourselves, and I believe in this particular case, position our hearts profoundly for Him to work. And it says this, it says, even now, and I want to say to you, even now, no matter where you're at, if you've walked away from God, if you've, if you've gone dull with God, if, you, if you're in a desperate place like these people were, where their livelihoods were getting taken and their lives were being threatened, He says, even now, even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all of your heart. Friends, right through this moment of, of COVID that we've been in, I believe God is wanting to get his church's heart back to his heart. And, and, and this is a moment, it's very simple what we're fasting for at this time. We are fasting for, not for the, for the army to arise, not for the multitudes to come, not for the outpouring of His Spirit and not for the prosperity that comes before the outpouring of His Spirit, but actually what we are fasting for is that we would return to God with all of our hearts. Because friends, if we will give Him His our heart, He will do the rest. He will bring the prosperity. He will pour out the, the Spirit. He will raise up an army and He will save the multitudes that are in decision. Our job is to position our hearts at this time for Him. It says, even now, return to me with all of your heart, friends, all of our hearts. None of us, none of us are with God with all of our hearts. There's always some part of our hearts that are not with God, that are worshiping some form of an idol. None of us are perfect. And God wants to say, actually, I want more of your heart. I want you to go deeper with me. And he says, he says return to me with fasting and weeping and mourning. Those are, those are actions of repentance, Friends, what's going to happen over this fast is that we're going to have a church that moves into an attitude of repentance before God as we return to Him with all of our hearts. Repentance is not saying, I'm sorry. You might be thinking, well, what am I going to say sorry for? No, it's way deeper than that. Repentance is a place where you see differently, where you see God differently, where you, where you see your life differently through God's lens, through God's heart. And when we do that, Sometimes we have to say, oh God, I'm so sorry. Or God, I didn't know that. Please forgive me. God, please change me. That's what I'm talking about when I say repentance. He says, rend your heart and not your garments. Friends, this is not about uh, coming with a religious or ritualistic mindset towards God. It's coming with all of our hearts. It's not coming with the externals. It's coming with, the, with all of our internals before him and being vulnerable before him. Rend your hearts, one commentator says, means change your whole attitude. Your whole attitude. God wants to get into the very depths of our attitudes at this time. 
And it goes and he says, and who knows, he may return and have pity and leave behind a blessing. I believe God wants to leave behind a blessing over this time, but it's going to mean it's us giving us God all of our hearts. And I want to encourage you as we prepare for our, this fast, read Joel chapter 2. Look at Joel chapter 2 in particular. Read the whole of Joel, but Joel chapter 2 in particular and say, God, what is it in my heart that you want to shift in this time? In the midst of this calamity, in the midst of this disaster, in the midst of this 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 swarm of insects, this, this great army that is undefeatable. God, what do you want to do in my heart? And I believe that God is going to leave behind a blessing as we, as we finish fasting and as we start this journey in Him. So bless you. Have a great weekend. Cut out the coffee. Start cutting out the coffee now. And let's give our hearts to God over this time. Um, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, 7 to 8, Facebook Live. Let's be together. We're more powerful together than when we are on our own. Blessings upon blessings to all of you.